Alright, alright, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are doing great here today. It's actually a really beautiful day outside, but I am inside doing my episodes. Went out for a little while. Decided to come in and do an episode. So I did say we are going to talk about my Super Bowl prediction. But there's also been news going on in baseball because there was a big signing that finally happened. So this will be... We're going to talk about two topics in this episode. We're going to talk about Super Bowl 55 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we're also going to talk about Trevor Bauer finally signing with the L.A. Dodgers. That's who we signed with just a little while ago. So we'll start off with my Super Bowl prediction. And then we'll talk about Trevor Bauer. We'll do that, all right? Because, you know, we'll do like an order right there, you know. Actually, you know what? Actually, uh, Super Bowl is more important to talk about. So, you know what? We'll talk about Trevor Bauer here first. Let's do that first then, all right? All right. So, Trevor Bauer finally got signed today. It was by the L.A. Dodgers. It's a three-year deal with the Dodgers. is for $102 million guaranteed and $40 million. He'll get this year in 2021. He'll get $45 million in 2022. He can opt out after each year, meaning he'll make $40 million if he opts out this year, $85 million if he does so after 2022, and $102 million if he stays all three. So to be honest, I was caught off guard <clears throat> when Bauer signed with the Dodgers because I really thought he was going to the Mets. Because apparently on his website he was selling like his old Mets gear, you know, whatever it was. And I really thought he was going to go to the Mets. You know, Bob Nightingale, whatever his name is. He said, well, he's always wrong. You know, last night he said, you know, Bauer and the Mets have a deal, and they turn out to be wrong. Saying that both sides were talking, but there's been no deal. So he was wrong, like always. He should just really stop. Um, No, but to be honest, I was caught off guard like everybody. I really thought Bauer was going to the Mets. I seriously thought he was going to go to the Mets. But he's going to L.A. He's going to play for the Dodgers. That rotation is even more better than it was in 2020 because you got Clayton Kershaw you got Walker Bueller now you have Trevor Bauer you got David Price coming back and with a fifth starter it could either be Dustin May Tony Goslin, or Julio Reyes I personally would go with Dustin May so this is what this is what I like to see the rotation look like it doesn't have to be in this order but you know Kershaw Bueller Bauer Price and May However order they, it wants to go. You know, we know Kershaw will be the number one starter. But still, that rotation, and they have a lot of good pitching depth as well. So they're stacked right there in the rotation. We know their offense is elite. Their pitching is elite. You know, after they're just after winning the World Series last year, they're going for it again. And signing Bauer, that is huge. You know, the Dodgers, you know, all the Dodger fans are talking about the Dodgers are going to sign this guy and that guy and that guy. Well, they got one right. A lot of them were saying they were going to sign Bauer, and they finally did it. They finally did it. So, <clears throat> Bauer going into that rotation, he makes the Dodgers a hundred times better. Like I said, the league, not just the National League, this league runs right through the LA Dodgers. They got stronger. They got stronger with Trevor Bauer. They seriously did. And like I said, I was caught off guard. Even if Bauer were to sign with someone else, this league still runs through the Dodgers right now. That's just how it is. 
And I gotta say, the Dodgers are still the number one favorite, obviously, to repeat this year in the World Series. That's an obvious fact. And it's gonna be something. Like I said, their offense is elite, you know, and the pitching is even more elite, adding Trevor Bauer. You know, and we know their bullpen is good. Dodgers ain't going away anytime soon. I mean, they might lose Corey Seager after 2021, after this year, because he's going to be a free agent. And who knows if they're going to have the money to re-sign him. Justin Turner is a free agent. They're trying to re-sign him. So that might not happen. So they're going to lose some pieces down the line, obviously. But I could definitely see them repeating after adding Trevor Bauer. I mean, you look you look at a five-game series, like say the National League Division Series. Game one, you're facing Kershaw. Game two, it's Bueller. Game three, it's Bauer. And then possibly a game four, it goes to Price, who has improved in October. He, you know, in 2018, he showed up in October. Other than game two against the Yankees in the ALDS, he showed up against Houston, and he showed up against the Dodgers. He showed up against those two teams, and he dominated. So he's found it. Clayton Kershaw had a lot of October woes. Until, you know, last year in 2020, and he stepped up. You know, Kershaw has been known to be a postseason choker, but he overcame his postseason woes last year in 2020. We know Bueller's been great in the postseason. You know, Bauer has been to the postseason since 2018, but he's had some good starts. Oh, no, 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 excuse me. No, no, Sorry, he was in the postseason with the Reds. I forgot the Reds made it to the playoffs. My bad, my bad. Scratch that, scratch that. He was in the postseason last year with the Reds. I completely forgot the Reds were even in the postseason last year, you know. They scored no runs in those two games against Atlanta in the wild card series. So my bad for forgetting on that one. But adding in Bauer, who won the National League Cy Young in his bio, <laughs> says Mickey Mouse, you know, NL Cy Young winner, you know, that whole stupid joke. It's a dumb joke, the whole, you know, Mickey Mouse championship. It's just, it's old and it's dumb. It really is. But I'm still, for the Dodgers, though, I'm really excited to see Bauer in L.A. You know, we kind of knew he was going to go to the West Coast. That's, like, really where his market really was. You know, that's what we all thought. That's what we all thought. You know, did I expect him to go to the Dodgers? No, I thought maybe he was going to go to San Diego. But the Padres, their rotation is stacked, you know. They can't. They really can't, to be honest. Maybe he was going to go to the Giants and elevate them. But that didn't happen. Maybe go to the Angels. Give the Angels at least a chance. Maybe go to Oakland and make their rotation a whole lot better. But no, he's going to the Dodgers. He's going to the world champs. It's going to be interesting to see how the Dodgers do in 2021. I see them going back to the World Series. And I see them repeating right now. I seriously do. They're a whole lot stronger adding Bauer. You could say, oh, it's nothing. No, it is something, you know, them adding Bauer. You know, it is funny... It is funny to make fun of the Mets for not getting him, obviously, because, you know, we thought he was really going to go there. And that would have been great seeing that rotation. You know, Syndergaard coming off Tommy John, and you got the two-time NL Cy Young Award winner, Jacob DeGrom, who I still see as the best pitcher in all of baseball. And then you had Bauer in the mix, and you have Stroman, and you have um, Carrasco. That's still an elite rotation, but it just didn't happen. And obviously the Dodgers have the best rotation in baseball. And without, with or without Bauer, they have the best rotation in baseball. They seriously do. And it ain't because they won the World Series in 2020. It's just a fact. You look at that rotation, it's going to be hard to hit off that rotation right there. We know Kershaw is older, but still, he stepped up in 2020. He's going to step up in 2021. 
He's going to be great. You know, Bueller's a freaking stud. He's going to definitely win the Cy Young, and the NL Cy Young in the future. You know, Bauer just won the NL Cy Young, and he was lights out in 2020. David Price, well, he didn't pitch at all in 2020. He decided to opt out, so he hasn't pitched since 2019, so he might be a little bit rusty, but I still think he'll be effective. And then you have, like, Dustin May or Julio Reyes or Tony Goslin. You know, I, I most likely think Dustin May will be in that rotation. That's what I would do. I like Dustin May. I think he's going to be really good. He's going to be a stud. I could definitely see him being a stud. Like, everybody will start talking about him a lot more in the future. Not because he looks like a ginger and he looks like Clint Frazier. It's just, you know, they'll be talking about his pitching style and how he's doing. But still. But still, though. It is something. It seriously is something. Like I, like I said, I was really caught off guard, just like everybody else. When I saw it on social media, I was like, oh, my God. He really went to the Dodgers. He fooled everybody. I really, I seriously thought he was going to go to the Mets, just like everybody else. Like, the Mets were willing to pay him, like, $40 million a year. Here's the thing. They got outbid again, the Mets. You know, Steve Cohen was coming and talking about he was going to get, you know, almost everybody. I mean, yeah, sure, he got James McCann, a catcher. He's a great catcher. He's a, an okay hitter. He's an okay hitter, but he's, you know, he's a great catcher. We know that. They brought in Frankie Lindor, one of the best shortstops in baseball. Great bat, obviously. Amazing fielder, elite hitter, elite fielder. That was a great move. You know, he's going to be a free agent after 2021. So we'll see where he goes. We'll see if he stays or goes. You know, but they got outbid by the Blue Jays with George Springer. And then they just got outbid by the L.A. Dodgers with Trevor Bauer. Like, Steve Cohen supposed to have all this type of money. How come he couldn't get Bauer and Springer? How'd you get outbid by the Blue Jays and the, uh, the Dodgers? And they traded Steven Matz to the Blue Jays to clear up space for Trevor Bauer. And look what happened. Look what happened. He went over to L.A. to go play for the Dodgers. I mean, Mets. Oh, my God. Mets going to Met. It doesn't end with these guys. I know what you're going to say. Oh, worry about your own team. You're a Yankees fan. Worry about your own team. I'm just saying the facts. The Mets going to Met. It, it's just really sad. Like, listen, little brother, just stop talking. Just stop. Just stop with this already. With Steve Cohen's going to save the Mets. No, he's not. You guys would be lucky if you make it to the playoffs. If you would have added Trevor Bauer, then I would say it's guaranteed you guys will make the playoffs. But you'll be lucky if you even make it. Because you cleared up space for what? Now you lost Steven Matz. We know he's not that great of a pitcher, but you still lost a pitcher. I mean, maybe they signed Jake Odorizzi. Okay. He's a decent pitcher. He's not that bad. He's no Trevor Bauer, but he's not terrible. He was great for the Rays. He was good for the Twins, so he's not a bad pitcher, obviously. He's not. Can he handle it on the big stage? No, he's not Trevor Bauer. You know, Bauer can handle it on the big stage. When it comes to the playoffs, Odorizzi can't. It's just the Mets gonna Met. That's just how it is. You know, you could say, like, oh, worry about your own team. I'm just saying, it's funny to me. Like, you guys haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. You haven't won a world championship since 1986, and all you do is chirp. Chirp, chirp, chirp. What do, you, what do you have to talk about? You guys are not going to do anything. You guys 
are the epitome of baseball. That's what you guys are. You guys are the cesspool organization. I don't care that my team hasn't won a World Series since 2009. I don't care about that. I'm just saying, I'm stating the facts about the Mets. You, It's like, you know, I don't necessarily hate the Mets. I hate most of the fan base. And I know some Mets fans who are cool and they don't talk and, you know, chirp and chirp and chirp all the time about how they're better than the Yankees and how they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Just stop embarrassing yourself. Seriously. I swear, it all started when they went to the World Series in 2015. And what happened? You lost in five games. You should have won that series. To be honest, you really should have. <coughs> Seriously, should have won that series, but you didn't. Because Mets going to Met. That's just how it is. That's all you guys do. That's all you guys do is choke, choke, choke. That's, that's just what you do. That's what you do. Like I said, I don't necessarily hate the organization. I have nothing against Steve Cohen. I'm just saying, you got outbid by the Blue Jays and the Dodgers. I mean, come on. Seriously? You have all this money right here. You're the wealthiest owner in baseball. And you're telling me that you couldn't sign Bauer and Springer? I mean, seriously. And they didn't sign Lindor. They traded for him. They signed James McCann. You couldn't even sign JT Romuto. I, I mean, come on, man. It's just like I said, their fan base I can't stand. I can't stand the Mets fan base. And like I said, I have a couple people who are cool, that, you know, that, which I like. They're not like, you know, chirping and chirping. They know their place. It, it's just, it's just that, that's how it is. The Mets will never run New York. They never will. It's like how people tell me, who, you know, I'm a Nets fan. I'm a Nets fan. There's Nick fans telling me all the time, you guys will never run New York. And I know that with Mets fans, it's different. They think one day they're going to run New York. No, no, you're not. And I know as a Nets fan, we're never going to run New York. We're never going to be the basketball team of New York. It's always going to be the Knicks. I know that for a fact. I don't go chirping around saying, oh, the Nets are going to be the basketball team in New York forever. Like, no, that's just not going to ever happen. Unless if the Knicks somehow relocate and go somewhere else. That's a different story. I'm just saying. I don't chirp around like that. I don't do that. I know my place when it comes with the Nets and the Knicks. But a lot of Met fans really know their place. Knowing you're never gonna be the team of you're never gonna be the baseball team of New York. You guys, like I said, you're the epitome of baseball. You're a cesspool organization. That's what you are. I, I mean, Jesus, like seriously? Like their GM got fired for those disgusting texts he was sending to women, and now Mickey Cowboy, I man knows with the Angels, but he was doing it with his time with the Mets. I mean, come on, man. Jesus. Oh my god, and you had a goof of a GM before that with Brody Van Wagenen, who was just an idiot. It's like, oh my god. He tried to do what Rob Palenka did in basketball, be an agent and then become a GM. At least Rob Palenka is successful. He's got a championship under his belt. And he might win another one this year with the Lakers. Who knows? Brody Van Wagenen was a joke. So to all the Mets fans, keep your mouth shut. Seriously. We're going to get Bauer. We're going to get LeMahieu. We're going to get Lindor. Okay, you got Lindor. That's fine. You got Lindor. Okay, fine. Let's see if he re-signs with the Mets because he's a free agent after this season. Let's see if he signs an extension or if he signs in free agency and decides to re-sign or if he goes somewhere else in free agency. We don't know. We're going to get Remuto. We're going to get all these guys. You didn't. You didn't. Oh, Springer's going to be a Met. No, he's a Blue Jay. He's a Blue Jay, and Bauer's a Dodger, and Ramuto's still with the Phillies. So, 
do us all a favor and shut up. You got it? Get it? Good. But with Bauer, though, like I said, I just needed to say that right there. Because seeing all the Mets fans get all excited, like, oh, my God, we're actually going to get Bauer. No, he finessed you guys. It didn't happen. He tricked all of you. So too bad. Too bad, so sad. Oh, you just sold because Bauer to go to the Yankees. I knew Bauer was going to the Yankees. Our rotation is set. We don't even have the money to sign him. So that I'm fine with. So Because I know how you Mets fans think. I know how you think and you, you disgust me. You seriously do. You make me sick. You make me want to throw up. The thought of Mets fans that goes in my mind, I just want to puke all the time. I mean, Jesus Christ, if I, if I thought of the Mets, Mets fans all the time and I was puking all the time, I'd be skinny as fuck right now. Seriously. <laughs> That's how much weight I would lose throwing up thinking about Mets fans all the time. Because you guys make me sick. Told me you're gonna sign all these guys. Know your place, your little brother. You're never gonna be the team, the baseball team of New York. You guys never will. So stop chirping and keep your mouth shut. Simple as that. Got it? Get it? Goodbye. All right, but with Bauer, they're going to the Dodgers. Gotta change the mood right quick, right there. With Bauer going to the Dodgers. It's a great move. It really is. It's a really good move for the Dodgers, obviously. Like I said, I see them going back to the World Series this year in 2021. You know, I, I, I see multiple championships coming their way. It seriously can happen. The Dodgers can seriously build a dynasty from this now. You know, because Bauer, I'm not saying he's the missing piece. I'm not saying that at all. But you add him to that rotation, it's like, come on. We know they're going to win their division. You know, we know... They're going to be the best team in baseball, obviously. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me again. But we know they're going to dominate. We know how we know how they're going to be. It's simple as that. We know how they're going to be. And listen, to my Met friends out there who, who might hear this, I'm not talking about you guys that don't, that don't, you know, um, how you say, like, you know, you guys... To my Met friends out there who are quiet and don't chirp at all and don't say all this shit, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about, like, you know, the Met fans out there that are always chirp and say they're going to win and do this and do that. And they're going to be the team in New York, the baseball team in New York, and they never are and they never will. Simple as that. You know, come on. I'm not talking about you guys that don't say anything. You're quiet and you're humble. I respect you guys that are humble and quiet. I respect the Met fans that are humble and they're quiet. They know their place. They know they're never going to be the baseball team of New York. Their little brother. They'll never be. They'll never be better than Big Brother. You know. Thank you for knowing your place. But to all the Mets fans who don't know their place, seriously, you need to know your place because you guys are idiots. You're delusional idiots. It's simple as that. But the Dodgers, man, they got a whole lot more dangerous. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for Trevor Bauer. Is it overpay? Absolutely, it's overpay. $40 million a year, and he's got opouts, you know, for every season. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's, it is overpay. It's like, you know, with the Blue Jays getting Springer, it's overpay. They overpaid for him. It's like the Dodgers have overpaid for Bauer. But you know what the thing is? He is coming off an NL Cy Young, so it does make sense, but it's a lot of money. It seriously is, but the Dodgers, man, 
With or without Bauer, I could I would still see them going to the World Series this year in 2021. Absolutely. That wouldn't change. You know, they might lose a couple pieces on offense. Like, are they going to be able to sign Justin Turner? It doesn't look that way. And they might lose Corey Seager after the season because he's a free agent. Are they going to have enough money to bring him back? Because he was a huge part. He's been a huge part, a huge underrated part of the Dodgers' success. And like I said, they could really build a dynasty right here. They won a world championship. You know, last season, oh, it was a 60-game season. Okay, whatever. They still won. You're just salty your team lost. If you're a Rays fan, you're saying that. Obviously, you're salty your team lost. Or if you're, you know, a different fan, you're just salty your team didn't make it. I was happy for the Dodgers. They deserved it. Doesn't matter how they got it. They got a championship. And they deserved it. They've been scratching and clawing ever since 2013. Because that's, you know, they had that, you've been having a playoff run since 2013. They've always come up short. They've always come up short going to the World Series twice. You know, against Houston and Boston, and they lost. And they finally got the chance against Tampa, and they did it. They knocked it out of the ballpark. It was a great six-game series, and they deserved it. Absolutely. But getting Bauer, I see multiple championships coming their way. I could see a dynasty building right here. I seriously do. But congratulations to him. Best of luck to Bauer in L.A. Best of luck to him. It's going to be really fun to see. All right, but next now, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So history has been made. We know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first ever team to host a Super Bowl in their own home stadium. So history has been made. Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest quarterback who ever lived. And you know it. So don't say that, oh, no, he's not the GOAT. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's better than your favorite quarterback. He's better than any quarterback that you think is better than him. He is better than them. Absolutely. He is better than any other quarterback who has stepped foot on this planet. Simple as that. Mahomes could definitely change that in the future. Just not right now. Maybe in 10, 15 years, absolutely that could change. Absolutely. But Tom Brady has really turned around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's absolutely turned them around. You know, was I I surprised that he was going to go to Tampa? When I started to hear the rumors, I didn't want to believe it, but then when they said the Bucs are the favorites, I'm like, he actually might be going to the Bucs now. I'm thinking like, you know the weapons they have out there? They have Godwin, they got Evans, you know, Ronald Jones, and now bringing in Leonard Fournette, you have LaShawn McCoy. And then Gronk coming out of retirement to join Brady and the Bucks. You know, Scotty Miller's been an underrated part, who's basically just Julian Edelman, you know. <laughs> it is what it is, but still, he's great. He's been a huge underrated part, made some really good catches, you know, ran some good routes, obviously. You know, he's really turned them around. And Bruce Arians is a great head coach, he's had great years. Out there in Arizona, and he's been good for Tampa, obviously, since he's come back, you know. It's been great. And Tampa's defense, we know, has been good. But still, Brady really has turned the culture around out there, and they're bringing in Antonio Brown, and he's been very quiet, you know. We know he's had his problems. You know, a lot of people may not say this, but he has had a good comeback story. Even though I, I still don't like Antonio Brown for the things that he's done, Especially when he did that, you know, that one incident where the cops were at his house and he was on Instagram Live, you know, videoing his, I guess, his 
ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, whatever, and his kids were in the video, and he's yelling at the police, and he's yelling at the girl in front of the, you know, his kids. And I'm like, really? You know, I, I understand, like, his other antics that he was doing, you know, because he wanted out of Pittsburgh because he felt like he wasn't being respected. Him and Big Ben had problems. Him and Tomlin had problems. I can understand. He went to the Raiders, and he caused a whole headache there for them. The whole helmet issue, and frostbite and it's like it was crazy then apparently called Mike Mayock a cracker I mean I don't know if that's true that might be I don't know I, I don't know you know and it seemed like everything was going to be fine because you know he <clears throat> it seemed like he put everything behind him on like the 6th of September then the next day he said he wanted out of Oakland and then he got released and he was, he was celebrating and then he got signed by the Patriots and he was there for one week before, like, a lot of allegations come about him about, like, sexual assault and the Patriots got rid of him after one game. I was like, oh, my God. Like, seriously? Like, what the hell is going on? And then he didn't play at all after that in 2019. And then he had the incident right there with the police at his house and videoing it, posting on social media. I was like, is this guy serious? He's really doing that? Like, in front of his kids, too, in front of his young children. I mean, come on, man. you got to be better than that. That is terrible. But he's really quieted down for a very long time. He apologized to the community. You know, which... It's whatever. You know, things have happened. But I still don't... I still don't like him. I don't have to like him. I can't really look past what he did right there. I really I really can't. It's hard to. Um, but he has had a good comeback story. He's been very quiet with Tampa, you know. He's played he's played decent. He's had some good games, you know. Obviously, he's not, you know, a top, like, how you say, like, uh, target. You know, Godwin and Evans are the top targets. You know, A.B. did get hurt against New Orleans. He is going to play in the Super Bowl. He did miss the game against Green Bay, the championship game. He did miss that one, so he'll be back in the Super Bowl. That's huge for them. That's huge to have A.B. back for the Super Bowl, obviously. It is a good comeback story. The funny thing is Le'Veon Bell, who's with the Chiefs, and Antonio Brown, who's with the Bucks. they're both in the Super Bowl. Two former Pittsburgh Steelers players, and they're playing the Super Bowl. So one ex-Steeler is going to get a ring. But with AEB, like I said, he's had a good comeback story. I'll give him that. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what's going on with him mentally or what happened with him mentally if he had just, like, I don't know if he really just lost control. I, I don't know. Everyone says it's because of the hit that Vontez Perfect did on him in the wild card game in 2016. Maybe that screwed him up. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I really hope that he is doing okay mentally. I really hope he is, but I still can't forgive him for what he did right there with his children. I really can't. I seriously can't. That's, come on, I, I can't forgive him for that. Even if I met him in real life, I wouldn't shake his hand. I would not. I'd walk right past him. Because oh no, he wouldn't. He's celebrity. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I'm being completely honest. I can't tolerate that. I seriously can't. Seriously can't. I just can't do it. But everything has turned around for the Bucks. You know, they haven't been to the playoffs in a long, long time since 2007. So here we are, 14 years later, and they're, and they're in the Super Bowl. Isn't that crazy? It is something. You know, going into the season, we knew the Bucks' defense was going to be good, obviously. We knew the defense was going to be good. The offense 
It was questionable because we know Jameis Winston wasn't staying. He went to New Orleans, obviously. So we had to think, who is going to be the Bucks quarterback? Did I really think it was going to be Tom Brady? No, I really didn't. I, I didn't think Brady was going to stay in, um, in New England. We kind of knew he was going to leave, but I did not expect him to go to Tampa. And look how he's turned them around. Getting them, getting them to a Super Bowl. They were 11-5. You know, they started off very slow. You know, Brady's had some bad games, but he's also had some good games. You know, and he did have, and I will admit, though, in the championship game against Green Bay, he had a great first half, especially that dime to Scotty Miller at the end right there in the second quarter. That was huge. The second half, that was bad. Three interceptions, he looked awful in the second half. He did not look good. He looked terrible, but the Bucks were able to hang on due to Matt LaFour being brain dead on that play right there. Aaron Rodgers should have ran it for a touchdown and not going for a fourth and goal. I mean, come on. You have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers, and you don't go for a fourth and goal? That makes no sense. And the Packers, they had a great season. They were 13-3, and just like the season before. So, you know, under Matt LaFour, they're 26-6 and in the regular season, which is great. And now talking about Aaron Rodgers' future is in the air for the Packers now. He and he said that himself. So can Aaron Rod- will Aaron Rodgers be out the door in Green Bay? He's not a free agent. They went to trade for him. L.A. tried to trade for him. The L.A. Rams, they couldn't get him, but they settled for Matthew Stafford. So that's fine. That's, Jesus Christ, what a voice crack there. Oh, my God. <laughs> they settled for Matthew Stafford. Sorry for that voice crack. Jesus, that was bad. Sound like Kirk Cousins when he... It's like the hot and hot, and they went, hot! Like, <laughs> that game against Detroit back in 2018. Jesus Christ. But still, we don't know what Aaron Rodgers' future looks like. We don't know. We seriously don't know. The same thing with Sean Watson. We don't know where he's going to end up. You know, we'll see what happens, though. Um, you know, so it's been a tough road for the Bucks. obviously. You know, like I said. They did struggle a little bit during the regular season. They only really beat the bad teams. But going to the playoffs, they've beaten all good teams. You could say Washington, they were a good team despite having a losing record. They were a good team. They got there for a reason. I know it was a bad NFC East, obviously. But Taylor Heineke put up a really good game in the wildcard game there against Tom Brady. Played great. The Washington defense, their front is great. Their, you know, you know, their safeties and their corners, not so much. Their secondary is not that great. It's bad. But their front line right there is great. The linebackers, defensive ends, they're great. Defensive tackles, great. Secondary, not so much. That's what hurt them. But they still were a good team by a great coach Ron Rivera as well. The Saints, the Saints were an elite football team. They beat the Bucks twice. They embarrassed the Bucks twice, especially in Tampa, thirty-eight to three. And the Bucks beat them. And then they played Green Bay, who was the best out of all of them. The Bucs embarrassed them in Tampa early on in the season. And it looked like the Bucs were going to blow them out again. The Packers, you know, kept it close. Especially Brady throwing three interceptions in the second half. It almost cost them, but the Bucs were still able to hang on due to Matt LaFour being brain dead. I think he had a Mike McCarthy moment being brain dead on the field. Simple as that. But the Bucs have had some road right here. You know, like I said, you know, they haven't been to the playoffs in 14 years, and here they are now. It was 13 years, but, you know, here we are now. 
It's a lot of credit to them. And now with the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a Sunday. They look, they're looking to go back-to-back. Can they go back-to-back? The last team to do that was the New England Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls. That's the last time that's happened. When the Patriots beat the Panthers and then they beat the Eagles the next season. That's the last time we've seen a team go back-to-back and winning the Super Bowls. Can the Chiefs do it? We'll have to wait and see. With the Chiefs roll 14-2 this year, Patrick Mahomes being awesome as always. This guy, like I said, is crazy. It is so crazy how late in the first round he was picked, though. He should have, he, all these teams, all these teams passed on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He is the best. Absolutely. It's absolutely a crime how all these teams passed on, but the Chiefs, they got him. And there was this one reporter who said that Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to be good when he made his season debut in 2018. He went off against the Chargers in L.A. Went off, and that's where it all started. And Mahomes winning the MVP in 2018, then winning a Super Bowl the next season. And then making it back to the Super Bowl this season. The guy is unreal. The guy is a magician on the field. He is amazing. And the road they've got here in the playoffs. They had that wild card round. It was a bye for them. You know, against the Browns, the Browns played them tough. And Mahomes got hurt in that game. And Chad Henney took over. And we all know what happened there at the end. The Browns did play them tough. But in the end, the Chiefs got the win. And the Chiefs, they didn't play any games with the Bills. They didn't play around with them at all. They didn't toy with them at first. It looked like the Bills were going to take control. They had control in the beginning. But they they blew it. The Chiefs saw an opportunity and they took it. And they dominated the Bills. They absolutely dominated them. And I was wrong right there. I picked the Bills to win. I was wrong. I thought it was going to be Bills and Bucks in the Super Bowl. But no, it was half right. I picked the Bucks. You know, I'm sorry I doubted Mahomes. You guys are not going to like my pick, though, obviously, for the Super Bowl. I think you guys know who I'm going with. But like I said, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. There's nobody better. Nobody's better than him. He's went to three AFC championship games. It's now back-to-back Super Bowls he's going to. There's nobody better than him. Absolutely not. There is nobody, there's nobody in the, in the NFL that is better than him right now. And even though, I'll just make my prediction right now, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't doubt playoff Tom Brady. I can't. He went 3-0 on the road. 3-0. That was something, though. That really was. And this is a big redemption game right here because the Chiefs, they beat the Bucs 27-24 in Tampa back in November. The Bucs almost came back and won. It was very close towards the end. They almost beat them. They were that close. just didn't happen. Brady made some mistakes that game. You know, it is what it is. You know, can the Bucs contain Kelsey and Hill? I mean, Tyreek Hill went off in that first half during that game. Can they contain him? That you know, remains to be that remains to be seen. Can they contain Kelsey? The funny thing is Travis Kelsey and Gronk are actually the same age, which is pretty crazy. They're both 31 years old. It is something. Even though Gronk really hasn't done much at tight end this year, he's mostly been blocking. He that's what he's been doing. He hasn't really been like, you know, doing all that much, we know. He's mostly just been blocking right now. That's all he's been doing. 
That's mostly what he's been doing, obviously. But still, you can't doubt playoff Tom. You seriously can't. I haven't doubted him at all. I said from the start, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go to the Super Bowl. But nobody wants to believe me. Oh, he struggled against Washington. He'll just lose to New Orleans. Okay. They beat New Orleans. Oh, just lose to the Packers. Beat the Packers. Oh, Mahomes and the Chiefs will destroy him. That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. This is going to be a very close game. We know that for a fact. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be close. It is going to be close towards the end. But in the end, I'm going with the Bucks, And I have nothing... I have nothing against Patrick Mahomes. This is not Tom Brady bias. This is just me talking as a fan right here. Not a fan of Brady, I'm just saying. When you're in the playoffs and you have a choice between Mahomes and Brady, who are you going to choose? And I'm not saying it comes down to rings. and It doesn't come down to rings at all. Brady has always been clutch in the playoffs. And you can say, oh, how come he doesn't have 10 rings? Okay, okay, let's just change that around. I can't say he's always been clutch. But most of the time, he has. And that's nothing against Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes. I seriously do. I have nothing against him. I just don't see them winning this game. That's how I feel. I'm not, I'm not like Skip Bayless who calls Mahomes overrated. He should be arrested for even saying that. Like, come on, seriously? He's not overrated. Absolutely not. And, of course, if the Chiefs lose this game, Mahomes will be called, you know, you know Patrick McFraud. I'm like, really? I know it's all jokes and it's trolls, but it's just like, seriously? Like, can you be for real? Because nobody's going to take you seriously as a sports fan. Just nobody will. But still... I love the kid Mahomes. Absolutely have. I've loved him ever since he's played, ever since he started here in the NFL. I've loved him ever since. He's always been very humble. I remember the first time I saw him was on Highly Questionable before the uh, 2017 draft. He's always been humble. His father pitched in the MLB. You know, he's got an amazing background. got a great sports background. It's amazing. You know, we know when he has a kid in the future, maybe there'll be a third generation Mahomes in sports. And that would be awesome. That'll be awesome. Maybe we'll see, because his father's a baseball player, and he's a football player. Maybe if he has a son in the future, maybe we'll see his son be a basketball player, hockey player, soccer, maybe baseball, football, you know, whatever. He's just amazing. He seriously is. I just don't see the Chiefs winning this game. I don't see them winning. I just don't. I can't bet against Brady. I just can't do it. I haven't done it, and I'm not going to do it. I just can't. I straight up can't. I've been proven wrong so many times by Brady. So many times. I can't go against him. I absolutely can't. You know? I mean, obviously, obviously if I had a choice to build around a team, who would I go with? I would go with Mahomes. Even though Brady has changed the culture on Tampa, I'm just saying, say if you don't, say if you give... Mahomes, like, no weapons. Not like a guy like Godwin or Evans or guys like Tyree Kill. He can work with guys that aren't, you know, huge weapons. You could put him on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he can make that team possibly a playoff team. He seriously could. You know, we know he, we know he would make the Bears contenders. He could make the Jets a playoff team. You put him anywhere in the NFL, 
most teams will be Super Bowl contenders. Some teams will be playoff teams, like, you know, like the Jags and Houston, obviously. So, obviously, if I had to choose between Mahomes and Brady to build around a team, I would go with Mahomes. When it comes down to the playoffs and a Super Bowl, I gotta go with Tom Brady. That's who I gotta go with. And I'm not a Brady fanboy. I'm just stating the truth right here. That's how I feel. So we'll see what happens, though. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait to see it. You know, Mahomes and Brady, they've had a lot of great games against each other. This is going to deliver. This might be their best game. It just might be. Because they put on a classic in the AFC Championship in January of 2019. It was like January 20th, I believe. That was the date. Was the date? I believe it was. They put on a classic game. And I was rooting for the Chiefs the whole way. And they should have won. If Frank Clark doesn't go offside right there on that play, the Chiefs are going to win. They would have won. But it is what it is. It wasn't Mahomes' fault. Absolutely not. But it's going to be a great game. I'm just going with the Tampa Buccaneers. I'm going with my gut right here. And Tom Brady's going to prove the haters wrong again. He's going to get his seventh ring. It's amazing how many people talk shit about Tom Brady saying, oh, he was in Belichick's system. He's a system quarterback. He's proven that he's not. He seriously has proven that he's not. Oh, he's got all these weapons to save him. Okay, listen, you, you just come up with all these excuses and everything. It is what it is. I'm just going with the Bucks, and Tom Brady's going to get number seven. And they're saying he might play after 45. That's insane. He might have 10 rings by the end of his career. We don't know. He's got one more year, which is going to be the 2021 season with the Bucks. You know, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I'm going with Brady and the Bucks on this one. I feel like the defense is going to be more improved than it was last game because in the second half against the Chiefs, the Bucks defense did turn around. They did. They absolutely did, but it was too little too late. I think this time they will turn around. A lot of people, you know, they can see the Bucks as the underdogs. I mean, they have home advantage, but it's a whole different game. Forget about the regular season. This is a different game right here. This is a whole different story, like I said. The regular season didn't mean anything when it was the Bucs and the Saints in the divisional game, in the divisional round. I said the Bucs were going to win. I said, forget about the regular season. The Bucs are going to beat them in the divisional round game. That's what they're going to do. And they absolutely did it. That's what they did right there. They got embarrassed twice by the Saints, and they got to them right there in the divisional game. So things will be different right here. The Chiefs are not going to win this game. That's how I feel. I'm sticking with Tampa Bay Bucks. I'll be watching my two boys, you know, King MGJ and our other boy as well. It's going to be fun. We all watched Super Bowl last year, and I did down Mahomes last year. I picked the 49ers to win. I was almost right. Yeah, the 49ers blew it five minutes left. They should have won, but they didn't. But I believe this time the Bucks. I believe this time Mahomes is going to go down, and he's going to go down to the Bucks. That's how I feel. It's going to be an amazing game, though. It really is. And I won't be mad if Mahomes wins. I don't think I'll be mad if he, if he wins. I don't mind being wrong. I'll be happy for Mahomes if he wins, out. obviously. I'm not going to be mad. That's stupid. But it will be something, though. It's going to be something. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. You know, Trevor Bauer, best of luck in L.A. So the Chiefs and the Bucks, best of luck in the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens. I will talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon with my WWE Friday Night SmackDown review. Obviously, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl on Monday. 
I'll review that game for you guys, and we'll see if the Chiefs go back-to-back or is Tom Brady going to get ring number seven. Talk to you tomorrow, guys. Have a good night.